0: Good day, friends and enemies, and welcome to the Lavender Ladies podcast. We have quite a thrilling story to tell you, but before we get along too far, a warning. This podcast contains swearing and themes of violence, drugs, sex, organized crime, torture, and murder. Listener discretion is advised. And now, without any further ado, Our story begins in the big city, Olympus.
1: It's a phone, Vinny.
2: Yes, I am very aware of that. Thank you. Then
1: there's no need to stare at it like it's going to bite you.
2: It's not exactly the phone I'm worried about. It's who I'll have to talk to.
1: This is what you're best at. Aster wouldn't have asked anyone else to do this.
2: I know what my strengths are. I just don't always have to like them.
1: The sooner you deal with it, the sooner it's over.
2: (sighs) I guess you're right. I'm always right. Yeah, I'm aware.
3: Well, well, if it isn't my favorite Lavender Lady.
2: Hello, Scarlet. How are you doing?
3: Oh, I am fine, darling. It's certainly been a while.
2: Yes, too long.
3: Not exactly my choice, no, was it?
2: You know how business is. But I see you've been keeping busy.
3: You know me, Vinny. I just love doing my job.
0: Being
2: on every news channel in Olympus for a week straight is no small feat, Scarlet.
3: Stop, you're gonna make
2: me blush. 300 million in artillery. And just managing to slip out from right under their noses. Really, a work of art. Every time I think you've reached your peak, you go in and outdo yourself.
3: (laughs) Oh, Vin, you should have seen them. Top-of-the-line security my ass. The way they were running around like stupid chickens with their heads cut off. (laughs) Oh, they're fucking idiots.
2: Yeah, you'd make them look like that even if they were up to par.
3: But you know, my dear, if you'd called to flatter me, you could have just come to visit. I always do enjoy home visit from you ladies.
2: I'm afraid this is more of a business, calling. Boo! I know, I know. Pity. We recently received a contract, a gig for Banshee. We'll need some
0: supplies.
2: (laughs) How
3: exciting! Who's the lucky target?
2: Unfortunately, we have to keep that on the down-low.
3: Come on, Vinny, you can tell me. I won't say a word across my heart. Scout's honor.
2: Sorry, Scarlet, but my lips are sealed. Trust me though, you'll find out who it is soon enough.
3: <sighs> I do love a good drama.
2: Then the wait'll be well worth it, won't it?
3: Oh, Vinny, you've certainly got me like your boss's cow cousin. I'm just itching for the story now.
2: <laughs> well, you know we like to keep everyone on their toes. So, do we have a deal? <laughs> Not quite. Oh?
3: This is going to be a lot of work for me. And since I can't manage to convince you to let me in on your little secret, I don't think my usual fee will cover it. You saw how I've been so busy lately, I'm so tired and worn thin. I could certainly use an extra pair of hands around here for, mm, say, an afternoon or so.
2: What do you want, Scarlet?
3: It's more of a home, truly.
2: Whom, then? (laughs)
3: Surprise me.
1: I take it everything went alright?
2: Yes. Everything's fine.
1: What's the payment?
2: Usual fare. Uh, Plus an extra someone.
1: You remember what she asked for last time.
2: I promise I didn't pimp out Beak just for weaponry.
4: I'm glad you decided to join us. Not like you gave me much of a choice. Nonsense. You always have a choice. I was just thinking that this would be nice. A bit of a vacation from all of it. Don't you think you deserve a vacation? Of course. Whom among us doesn't? You got me there.
1: Very good, thank you. Now, if these niceties are over, I'd like to discuss the matter at hand.
4: Yes, of course. Please be my guest.
1: My boss was not pleased with the way our shipment from cruise was handled in the first place. And now to discover it was swindled from underneath us, well, I'm sure you can understand that, given the circumstances, we aren't too happy.
4: Renting a boat and retrieving it was not only inexpensive, but occurred rapidly. I waited a good week before coming down here. You've had plenty of time to do it yourself. Surely you can see that that's pretty unreasonable. Hmm. No, I can't. Please, explain it to me.
1: We spent a lot of money on that shipment, Miss Davish, and while the destruction of the boat was unfortunate, that is our property that
4: you stole. I'm afraid I disagree. And what makes you say that? You know the old saying, don't you? (laughs) Finders, keepers. Excuse me? We did a lot of the work, is all I'm saying. If you had waited... I believe I mentioned I waited a good amount of time. You know these things take time to process, Miss Stavish. If we worked nine to five gigs, I could understand that there would be some tie-ups. But that said, our line of business usually has people on call at the flick of a wrist. I see. Yes. Well, look at the time. What do you say we continue this conversation a little later? Once we've both cooled our heads and thought on it a little, had some drinks... Vacation, after all. Of course. I'll see you around.
5: Coming back to Olympus, well, it was scary. I'd hide out my big girl pants and really take a huge risk. Sell all my stuff, quit my job, and break my lease, leave everything I knew behind with the hopes that living and working for my best friend wouldn't completely demolish my life and our relationship. And, if I didn't completely ruin our relationship, what would I have done then? No one, and nowhere to go back to? And really nothing for me either. I would have been completely stranded. But... I guess I'm pretty lucky. Hari and I have an incredible relationship, just a few bumps here and there. The majority of fights are over my love life, weirdly enough. Namely, the biggest rip in our friendship, Aster Stavish, the godmother of the Mafia. So I guess Hari is understandably upset with my relationship with her. I mean, it's not like Harry filled me in exactly who she was when we catered the party. And besides, after the first time we, uh, (laughs) well, we spent the night together, I didn't think I'd see her again. Cosmo Magazine says that you shouldn't sleep with a guy on the first date if you want a relationship with him, so either it doesn't apply to lesbians, or I am again very lucky. Not that I'm complaining. Though... (sighs) This certainly has been a wild ride. Meeting mobsters wasn't as scary as I'd ever imagined it would be. I probably don't share everybody's experience with that, considering I'm on their good side, but, well, they're all... Well, I can't say nice, but I liked them. We've been through some crazy shenanigans. Beech getting shot in the shoulder, bleeding out all over the floor of the bean, and then just blowing it off, and even getting mad that she couldn't do normal things. Then, when Sledge shot Tony, I could never have expected that Aster gambling Beats life... Well, fate gambling. That was when we had our small break, but we were able to work out our communication issues, and Aster promised she'd let me know from now on if something was a setup. I could be more prepared and and then beat becoming a police officer than everything with Bobby. I can't even imagine how Aster is dealing with it all. I wish I could ask what happened between the two of them. It's nothing but loathing. Unadulterated loathing. I wonder if I'll ever get the full story. The frustrating thing dealing with Aster is that I never seem to get a full story. Out of her, or Scoop, or especially Vinny that smile that steers the pants off Hari. Understandably so. He seems to always be ten steps ahead. Aster's been going to a lot of meetings lately, and I know I really can't ask what it's for, but I want to know. It's probably bad. Hopefully not as bad as what I helped with. Getting drugs from the bottom of the ocean? I didn't even think about it at the time, but I know they aren't good people. I know they're bad guys, but putting more drugs on the Olympic streets is just going to hurt so many people. Especially the ones who need help. I I love candy, but selling drugs is just another way to ruin lives. I guess all the blame can't fall to her when it's Aster's command. I know they all think I'm so naive or dumb, and I guess I can't really blame them. I really had no idea what I'd be getting into. And I was the one who was pushing for it after all, but now I get it. I do. I saw people get shot, someone beat up, watched a drug deal go down, and I'm. And I know there's just so much more that I have no clue about. Yet. <sighs> I've made a pretty big decision recently. I just have to be so careful. I love Aster, I really do, but she's the bad guy. She's an adult who's not just suddenly gonna change. She's been in this mafia world her entire life. You know that old saying, if you can't beat them, join em? I'm going to do one better than that. I'm going to pull off my own little heist. Aster won't change, but I'd know she'd do anything for me. And I think, by her side, I'm going to have a decent amount of say. So, starting this vacation, I'm going to infiltrate the mob and slowly but surely begin using the power for good. If I can convince them, and I am a very good actor, if I do say so myself, if I can convince them that it might be in their best interest to get rid of the competition, To work the awful police and- and really... actually make a difference? This way, I'll have my cake and eat it too.
6: Hey, there you are! Are- are you writing in a diary?
5: Yes. Oh. Hmm. I thought only four-year-olds did that. Journaling is supposed to be a healthy outlet for stress and, you know, stuff. Eh, sounds lame. Anyways,
6: the ship's ready to depart if you want to say goodbye to Rio. Now's the time. She's not joining us? Nope. Come on, the casino opens once we're in international waters, so the sooner the people who aren't supposed to be here get off the ship, the sooner we leave. <laughs>
7: Just watch your back. I called Scoop before. She said that Ivory can really lose their cool.
8: Yeah, we'll keep an eye out.
7: Ivory's been known to be pretty slippery, too.
8: Oh, you can't go too far on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean.
7: No, but she can certainly get rid of people she doesn't like. Ten thousand people go missing on cruises every year. She'll know to take advantage of that.
8: Did Linesco honest to God send one of his assassins?
7: Yeah. He's pissed. Good. Yes and no. The shipment is secure, but Vinny is sending a few extra bodies for escort.
8: Then why send Ivory to us?
7: I think he thinks we're still storing it here in Florida.
8: What a dumbass.
7: Hey boss, how'd the meeting go?
8: Could've been better,
4: but I think we'll reach a decision eventually.
8: Did you know Ivory was Lonescu's hitman?
4: I had a feeling.
8: Just
5: be careful. Will
4: do.
6: Found Ruby enjoying the balcony in her room.
5: It's so cool, and the room is huge. It's like bigger than my apartment. Do you blame me for hanging out in there? (sighs) Just wait till you
6: hear about the drink package.
8: Or all of the fun activities on the boat, you alcoholic. Yes, which are more fun with
6: alcohol. (sighs) Gee, Sledge, I thought you'd know this.
7: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. At this time, we would like to ask that all visitors not joining us for the trip please exit the ship as we will be departing shortly. We hope you have enjoyed your time here and have a beautiful day. Looks like that's my cue. You're not joining us? Unfortunately, there's work to be done. It was so wonderful to meet you, Ruby. You as well. I hope I see you again in the future. I'm sure we'll cross paths again. Here's the info you wanted, boss.
4: Thank you, Rio. This
7: was a big success. I'm glad. Well, I'll let you go on your way. Enjoy your vacation. Bye, Rio. Hey, are you coming up for the holidays? Maybe. I hate the snow. But maybe I'll suffer through it to visit.
8: Glad to hear it. Don't be a stranger. Bye, real. We'll talk
4: soon.
5: So, what should we do first? Oh, why not that mystery dinner theater thing for lunch? That looks so fun. Wait, is that the one where you're just trying
6: to enjoy your meal and you have to solve a murder?
8: That sounds fucking awful.
5: It sounds fun!
8: I'd rather die.
5: Me first.
8: Now,
4: children, you've been through worse- you can handle a little fake murder.
5: It'll be a
6: good time. Ugh, fine, let's go.
4: Don't sound so excited, Beek.
6: Ugh, are we doing this stupid dining thing or what?
4: Yes, let's get going over there. Tonight we'll eat at the 150, and then I have to go meet with a friend. Sledge, which wine should I bring
8: them? I'd say the complimentary champagne just to piss them off, but Ruby might like that stuff.
5: Oh, don't mind me. I'm just so happy to be here. Then why are you forcing us to go to a dinner show?
8: Beak,
4: Sledge and I both know that those are your favorite. Drop the act, would you?
6: I act! Get it? Cause like, the theater? (laughs) Oh, Sledge, you know you love me.
2: Oh, I hate you.
5: stingrays, there's so many here. Well,
6: we are in Stingray
8: City. Beak, don't be a fuck. What? We are! Anyways, Ruby, have you ever pet a stingray? You know you have to be super careful,
6: right? They're mean fuckers. They are? Oh yeah. I killed Steve Irwin, probably about as dangerous as sharks.
8: Oh my god. Are you going to start spreading rumors and stigma about ocean life now?
6: Yes. I get my kicks where I get them, my good bitch.
8: Ruby, don't grab its tail and be gentle and the stingray won't hurt you. And sharks aren't inane killers. Uh, Let's just get in the
7: fucking water.
8: Sure, I always love a good swim. Don't jump off the boat! The water's warmer here. Thanks for rocking the whole boat, ass.
4: Don't worry, Sludge. I grabbed a bottle of rum we can drink on the way back.
8: Oh, thank God. Let's just get in the water and get this over with.
4: Ruby, are you ready to feed some stingrays?
5: Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to do it, though. Oh, look at this one. Oh, it came right up to us. Uh, How do I do it? Just put your hand in
4: a fist and hold the squid, but keep your thumb over your knuckles. They can't see where they're eating, so they might accidentally bite you.
5: Oh, they're huge!
4: The bigger ones are girls.
5: Oh, I love her! She's so smooth!
4: I love them, too. I'm going to go grab more squid for us.
5: Hey, uh...
8: Sledge? What's up, Bruce? Scared of the flap flaps? No, I love them, it's- it's just... Just what?
5: Well, uh, there's this girl over on one of those tourist boats.
8: Uh, yeah. Ruby, this isn't private. Do you want to do more private excursions? We can just let Aster know. No, no, it's- it's not that at all.
5: It's- it's that girl. She's been staring at us, like, the entire time we've been here.
8: What? Who?
5: The girl in the blue swimsuit. She's the only one on that boat other than the captain.
8: Oh, probably just some chick that's seen us around the ship. You know how hard it is to be around beautiful women. I mean, if I were her, I'd stare at us too. We're fucking gorgeous.
5: Huh. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Yo, you
8: guys, I found an eel! (laughs) You wanna see how angry I can make it? No, you fucking child! If it bites you, you'll spend the rest of the trip in the medical room. Maybe that's
6: something I'd like, you don't
8: know.
4: What did you think of the show, my dear?
5: Hmm? Yeah, good. Is
4: everything all right?
5: Oh, yes, Asta, this has been the trip of a lifetime so far. It's just...
4: What is it, my love?
5: Well, there's been this person kind of, well, watching us. Oh, really? Yeah, she's been all over, and I-, I know it's a ship, and it's not like we can go anywhere else, but... What are you doing?
4: Nothing, darling. Keep talking.
5: I'm... <clears throat> I'm, I'm not sure I can concentrate on, on what I'm saying if you keep that up.
4: Oh, but the sound of your voice is so enticing. Tell me more.
5: But you're not even listening to me.
4: Yes, I am.
5: I don't think so.
4: I can multitask.
5: Um. I'm. I'm not sure I can.
4: But I'm so enraptured by you, Ruby. I want to hear everything you have to tell me.
5: I'm, I'm a little too enraptured by your hands right now.
4: Just my hands? Aster! Yes?
5: God, you're driving me crazy!
4: That's the point, love. As much as I love you in that dress, I love you more out of it. <sighs> but I... Don't make me beg, Ruby. Unless, of course, that's something you'd be interested in.
5: Hannah, uh, uh, can you get my zipper? Certainly. Oh, uh, Aster.
4: I can't wait to hear you screaming my name. Oh my god. I believe I've told you before, you can just call me Aster.
5: Uh, You. Oh, do that again. (laughs) Gladly. Aster? Where did she be? Beak? Sledge? Are you guys awake? I'll just let myself in then. Sledge? Beak? Where is everyone? Oh, maybe they went down to the crew quarters. All the other bars are closed. Hello? Anyone? Where is everyone? Where's the crew? Am I in the twilight zone? (gasps) What was that? Hello?
8: You know what I love most about cruises, Beak? Hmm, what's that? I love how you can buy the Caribbean cigars. You just don't get them like this back in the States.
6: I'm a big fan of the liquor
8: myself. It's pretty good, but you just can't put a cigar out like this back home. You
6: fucking asshole! That's no way to talk to a lady, lavender lady at that. Fuck you! I'm in a super loving relationship right now, but thanks for the offer.
1: This is fucking bullshit!
8: You fucking whores! <laughs> Maybe you should fucking think before you talk. You're gonna
1: regret this. Let
4: me go. I doubt it. You fucking think. Now, now, let's not lose our heads.
1: Lose our heads? You've got me fucking tied up to a block of concrete. I think now is a good fucking time to lose my head.
4: Oh, honey. Don't you fucking mock me, Stavish. And what exactly is stopping me? You stupid bitch, you don't get it, do you? You
1: think we all just play into your little fucking game, and you're up there on your high fucking horse, but the higher you get, the higher you fucking fall, Stavish.
4: I don't appreciate being spoken to like that. Too fucking bad. Sledge. God damn it. Now then, not that this hasn't been fun, but... Why don't we talk business, what do you say? The silent treatment, I see. Well then, how about this? I like to think I'm a very kind and considerate person. Wouldn't you agree, Beak?
6: Oh yeah, you've done a lot for charity, put a roof over so many of our heads. Yeah, boss, I think you're very kind.
4: Thank you, Beak.
6: You're a-okay.
4: Thank you. Well, since I'm so nice, I'm going to give good opportunities. I know we discussed this before, but did you really consider it? I'll gladly hand over the shipment. And in return, I just ask for compensation for our hard
1: work. Even if I had that kind of authority, you think Stanley would go for that?
4: Just an offer. I'm sure you could convince him. Maybe, but I don't see what's in it for me.
8: Well, I mean, you'd get to live another day, for one.
4: Fuck off. Fine. Tell us what you know. Join me. You won't regret it. Never. Oh, that's a shame. I wasted a good amount of money on you. That wine you drank during the show is a vintage. <sighs> I suppose there's nothing to be done about it now. So, any last requests? An ice cream cone? fucking free me! I'm afraid I can't do that.
1: Anything else? You killing me does nothing. You think your shit doesn't stink, Stavish, but guess what? Linescu is more powerful than you give him credit for, and he's got his hands in deeper than anything you could ever imagine.
4: Well, it certainly can't be that intense, considering he sent you to stop me. Would you like me to send flowers to your wife? (coughs) Can't say I didn't try. Sledge? I think our friend here would like to go for a little swim.
8: Wish I could say it was nice knowing you, but... You know, it wasn't. Say hi to Poseidon for me.
6: (gasps)
5: Stop!
4: Get out of here. This doesn't involve you. Ruby.
5: You're about to kill someone. I don't care if it doesn't involve me.
4: Darling, why don't we head back to bed? Beacon Sledge will take care of this.
5: Are you kidding me? I can't stand by and let you tell her! Ruby... She tried four times to
6: kill Aster on this trip! I mean, technically,
8: we're just returning the favor. Are you kidding me? Please, please, you can't!
4: Ruby, I'm afraid that this is just the business.
1: Maybe you should listen to your buck toy stavish. She seems to have a fucking soul. Shut the fuck up! Ruby, Ruby! You gotta hear me out,
5: help me! They're going to kill me! Sledge, please! God, please don't do this!
8: Ruby, I'm sorry, but... I don't take orders from you.
5: Beak. Uh-uh. Same here. Aster! Aster! Don't be a murderer! Two wrongs don't make a right! Please, God!
1: You hear your little bitch begging, Stavish? You better remember and rehearse it. That's what she'll be fucking doing soon enough.
4: Please, you're not getting out of this, and insulting my lover isn't going to change anything either.
5: Aster, you can't do this.
4: Ruby, maybe I have to. I think our friend here has an appointment with the fishes. (gasps) No! I'm sorry you had to see that.
8: You... You killed
6: her. Rube, we're ruthless killers. Uh, we're a mafia. It's kind of what we do.
8: Don't forget she was sent to kill us. She would have gotten you too at some point if we didn't take care of her.
6: I wonder how Lonescu got word of us coming down here.
4: Probably Bobby. I don't know if she was at my father's the entire time. I told him what we were doing. That little rat.
5: Why was she trying... Why was she trying to
8: kill you? She worked for Linescu. The sunken shipment was his. Aster was trying to convince her to let us keep some of the profits since we did the work, and when that didn't go over, well can't say we didn't try y- you uh,
5: you all just killed her yeah do you get it now yes you're you're a bunch of murdering criminals who will do evil things in the name of money
6: hari has been trying to tell you this the entire time babe
5: how could they know How could they even be okay with talking to you?
8: That's a story for another day.
6: So, curious minds are dying to know. Beak! I think it's important to get this out now. What are you going to do now? Aster?
4: Yes, my darling?
5: I, I, I love you, I... I just don't know what to do. Join me. What?
4: Join my family, Ruby. Become one of us. You will be stronger than you could have ever imagined. You'll get all the starring roles because they'll know your talent. They'll know your connections. You'll have more money than you know what to do with. You can up Hari, expand the cafe. You can pay for their culinary school. Ruby... With me, the sky's not even the limit.
5: Okay. I'll join you.
0: The Lavender Ladies Podcast is a Goose Thunder Network produced podcast and made possible through listeners like you. The Lavender Ladies was written and created by Megan McClennethon and edited by Molly Ray. The Lavender Ladies theme song and original music was composed and performed by Benny James. The audio editing for The Lavender Ladies was done by Megan. The voices you heard in today's episode in order of appearance are as follows. The voice of Scoop was Jade. The voice of Vinny was Dylan Shane. The voice of Scarlett was Emily. The voice of Aster was Megan. The voice of Ivory was Jordan. The voice of Ruby was Cole Burkhart. The voice of Beak was Molly Ray. The voice of Rio was Kit. The voice of the overhead PA was Noah Meredith. The voice of Sledge was Delta Christine. And the voice of the introducer was myself, Benny James. For more information on The Lavender Ladies, please check out our website, www.thelavenderladiespodcast.com. Follow us on Tumblr at thelavenderladies.tumblr.com and our Twitter at LavenderLadyPod. If you've enjoyed our story and would like to help support it, please consider donating to our Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash thelavenderladies. Or, please consider supporting us through Patreon. Monthly donations include rewards such as access to early scripts, specially recorded thank you messages, And our $10 and higher donations include merchandise rewards. Thank you for your support.